0: There are two ways to liberation. Picture a circle, although it will be an incomplete exercise, it may be sufficient to give you the understanding. Picture a circle. Okay, now picture the radius of the circle. So that's a line going from the center of the circle out to the edge, out to the, the circumference. Now halfway up, halfway up that radius from the center, Until the edge, the outside of the circle, that zone is the modes of nature, goodness, passion and ignorance being played with at the level of ego, at the level of I'm me and mine, these are my experiences, I am the lord of this energy that I can control around me. Fire, passion. I can burn things. I can construct things. Uh, Inertia, ignorance. I can, I can let things sit in darkness alone, untended to, not moving, breaking down, not feeding, not putting energy into. And goodness, maintaining. That means healthy lifestyle, healthy activities. But all for me, all for me, and my story. I am the center, okay? Now, those who become frustrated with that endeavor, but who don't want to accept other people as important or more important than them, they go to the outside of this circle. They, they push their consciousness, their awareness, their, their position of view, their point of view, or their place of safety, out to that edge, right out to the edge, which is impersonal transcendental realization, like an escapism, escape realization, a realization of, of holding oneself out of the problems, hold yourself out of the problems, right? So by by pulling back your mind and senses, and taming the snakes of desire you retract out of ownership of what's happening in the world around you you know these the elements are having influence on us and us having influence on them you know our world around us okay so the impersonals push themselves to the outside and they get peace but they but then also alone now the inner part of the circle i want to put relationships the quality of exchanges so it involves other egos it involves other personalities you know and in the very center of that i'm going to put the supreme person the one the one who is the counterpart of the many Everything which is un- everything that is knowable has its counterpart, it becomes knowable in its counterpart. So the one is necessary for the many. So I put the one in the center. But the many also, just as imp- just important. Why? Because the one is in the many. The one and the many are actually one and the same, they're two parts of the same thing. So the one appears in the many and the many are very important because that's how you can access the One through any of the many so this gives an indication of how important the many are how important are the other living entities around you? if there's only you it is a necessary condition for questions of meaning that there is a subject so one thing we can know listening to this, thinking about this, considering this, is that we exist. Otherwise, you know, it's pointless asking the questions. So we're asking them, we have some curiosity, so we're taking, we're starting from the point that we exist. Now, (laughs) you are one person making meaning out of your surroundings. One person making meaning out of surroundings becomes predictable and boring. Now if there's someone else in your surroundings then you have two meaning makers clashing and that creates infin- infinite possibility. So that's why other living entities are important because when two living entities come together they it's like they manifest a black hole which can be anything right because you can predict nature one person one subject one scientist one person, you, you can study nature and predict it. Predict it. It keeps behaving according to the rules of nature, which goes back to this goodness, passion, and ignorance. These uh, modes, you know, these uh, <coughs> uh, coming into being, sustaining being, and decaying. And these laws are predictable. And predictable things are boring. This is actually the the technique of the gyani. He becomes learned and he can predict therefore he is not affected he's not he's not hurt he is never he is never put out of place because he understands the nature of things this is gyan realization but it's boring it becomes boring because it's predictable and it and it, in in some ways the state is always the same this state of detached bliss But when there's another living entity involved, just like you can make meaning out of nature, out of matter, you can put your meaning onto these predictable laws, someone else can too. But when two people, when two meaning makers come together, we have a kind of clash of black holes, or a clash of emptiness, a clash of of possibility, a clash of potential. When two meaning makers come together, you have unlimited potential. Right? You can take on all kinds of roles you can take on all kinds of projects you can communicate you can and see here's the thing this is really the critical point unless you truly acknowledge the other the other living entities around you and the other in ge- general the big other being you know the divine supreme original being, then you can actually construct or constrict other living entities to just being a part of nature right and this is what the atheistic worldview is clever atheistic scientific uh, well hmm, let's say clever atheistic apparently clever atheistic apparently scientific mystics made that meaning out of the data available to them from the scientific method and scientific data collecting and keeping and interpreting right so this story of uh, the world is empty and meaningless uh, there is only atoms and atoms take different forms and show signs of apparent personality desires uh, individuality identity uh, but it's all just uh, predictable laws of nature That is a person's opinion, that is one meaning maker making meaning out of the collection of data available to all people, but it's not the only meaning, there are many interpretations. Many scientific scientific people, scientifically minded people, you know, people who actually, science is a method. You have a theory, you test it, and then you adjust your behavior based on the outcome. So, people who there are many people who are truly scientific, who understand the things that I present in in uh, my work. You know that personality and relationships. Well, more so, relationships. Personality becomes comes into being through relationships. So, everything does. So, I, I place relationships, the actual unions, as More important when it comes to uh, doing science, you know, who are the people involved, and what, including uh, non-human people, and what what is the result for them with this science? Are we improving lives, or are we making them worse? Right? It's not just science for science' sake. We're doing it in relation to people, mostly, but living entities in general should be seen that way including plants why not because if it's like I say all about the quality of relationships then our experience and our reality our our environment will change according accordingly you know like however we treat our relationships that's how our environment's going to that's how we will experience our environment because environment is like a you know it's like did you see it yeah I saw it whoa you need two people for that <laughs> we're about to walk through a little forest of large camp laurel trees tall and the sun is shining directly through the middle of them all so we're walking into this cathedral of trees with the sun god placed right at the top of the triangle in this cathedral of trees growing up around me and over the top yeah Baba. I went for a walk to the river. Yeah. Through the cane fields to the river. Okay, I'm coming. Okay, so to finish up this episode, the center of the circle is is, is another form of liberation. That's the two types of liberation. You know, one is to avoid or to to be detached and the other is to enter in and to commit to go deep in inside pass through all the modes into intention and relationship quality and what is the difference between the two the two types of liberation one on the outside one on the inside well they both give up the importance or the highest or placing the highest importance on the individual ego one the outside one, the impersonalist one, is to give up the importance of any ego. Ultimately, I would say many impersonalists don't realise that they're actually personalists because they, they, all the ones I hear from are telling me about their philosophy in some way in a book or. Um, so if they're t- if they're telling me it, that means they're making some meaning out of it. That means they are, they're they're still placing the importance of their own egos and they're telling me about it so they want to convince me some way so they're placing some importance on on me existing also but in theory to push yourself out of any concern for the other is impersonalism and then on the inside of the circle for the personalist They're giving up the superiority, they're giving up placing superiority on their personal ego and placing it on those around them who are the potential for good times. Let's have some good times. So yeah, I'll leave it at that today. Goodbye. Jaya Shri Krishna Sai Tanya Rau Nitya Nanya Shri Agatha Ardhara Shri Vasadhi Dvaram Tanya Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Krishna, Krishna... Hey, hey.